a former aide to the Clintons, has said Hillary Clinton will run for president again in 2020. A few weeks ago, we saw an interview with Hillary Clinton where she said she would like to be president, but she didn't want to run again. People then sounded the alarm bell saying, is Hillary Clinton really going to run again? With many people saying, no, no, she's just saying she wants to be president, not that she's going to run. But now we have this news. And here's the thing. People can't just announce they're going to be president unless they want to be subjected to federal election laws. So before they actually announce, they'll talk about the strong possibility of announcing so that they don't run afoul of federal law. They can then fundraise and do other things that you can't do as a candidate. But based on what we've seen so far, I think it's really fair to say she's probably going to run again. Naturally, Trump supporters are ecstatic. They're laughing. Kellyanne Conway said, please, yes. But I wouldn't underestimate Hillary Clinton. More importantly, I wouldn't underestimate the negative press around Donald Trump and how that might actually impact him. When we look at the midterms, there's some evidence to suggest Trump might actually have a real fight on his hands. Now, look, People are saying Trump was expected to lose. He had like a 2% chance of winning and he still won. So naturally, he's definitely going to win this time. But let's take a look at the news and let's take a look at the data to see it. Would it really be a landslide for Trump? Would it really be an easy victory against Hillary Clinton in 2020? But before we get started, let me give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, Virtual Shield. Virtual Shield is a virtual private network service. What that does is it helps keep your data safe while you're browsing the internet. Right now, they're offering a Black Friday sale. You can get 40% off. That's just $2.99 per month. Just go to hidewithtim.com and click get this exclusive deal. And you can start your free 30-day trial with Virtual Shield. So for those that are interested, the link will be in the description below. From the Washington Examiner, Hillary Clinton will run for president again in 2020, former advisor says. Mark Panna, pollster and senior advisor to former President Bill Clinton and ex-Secretary of State Hillary Clinton from 1995 to 2008, and Andrew Stein, a former Manhattan Democratic Party figure and New York City Council president, wrote Sunday in a Wall Street Journal opinion piece that the 2016 Democratic presidential nominee would not let, quote, two stunning defeats stand in the way of her claim to the White House. Miss Clinton has come unbound. She will not allow this humiliating loss at the hands of an amateur to end the story of her career. Penn and Stein wrote of President Trump explaining how Clinton would repackage herself as a more liberal Hillary Clinton 4.0. You can expect her to run for president once again, maybe not at first when the legions of Senate Democrats make their announcement, but definitely by the time the primaries are in full swing. Mrs. Clinton has a 75% approval rating among Democrats, an unfinished mission to be the first female president, and a personal grievance against Mr. Trump, whose supporters pilloried her with chance of lock her up. This must be avenged, the pair continued. She will enter through the front door, mobilizing the army of professional women behind her, leveraging her social networks and ranking in donation. She will hope to emerge as an unstoppable force to undo Mr. Trump running on the media to movement, universal healthcare, and gun control. Proud and independent, this time she will sideline Bill and Mr. Obama, limiting their role to fundraising, they wrote of Clinton. In response to this op-ed, Kellyanne Conway tweeted, Dear God, please yes. And yes, many other Trump supporters are laughing, saying, please Hillary run, because they really do believe that Trump will crush Hillary Clinton in 2020. And if you were to ask me my opinion, I'd say, yeah, I think Trump can probably beat her because she, com- she comes off as somebody who doesn't care about the working class. She comes off as elitist. And that's why we saw Ohio and Pennsylvania and Michigan go for Donald Trump because he didn't abandon the working class. He might not have been all in for them, but he definitely did speak to them when talking about free trade agreements like NAFTA and the TPP and bringing back factories to our country. 
People liked that. They want their jobs. They want to be able to live and feed their families. And Hillary Clinton supported the free trade agreements. How this will translate into 2020, I don't know. The economy is doing great. We'll see where it goes by 2020. But I think it's fair to say that Hillary Clinton is probably going to come off as the exact same as she did in 2016 when she did not win. But if the midterms are any evidence that things might be changing, then things might actually be looking good for Hillary Clinton just because she's a Democrat. Looking at the 2016 results for the Electoral College, we can see that Donald Trump got 306. And there were some pretty important states in getting that, most notably Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. He won these states by relatively slim margins, less than 0.3% in Michigan. And many people believe he shouldn't have won Michigan because Michigan is a blue-collar working-class state where people tend to vote Democrat. But here we can see that 0.3%, they flipped for Trump, getting him 16 electoral votes. Now, Michigan on its own didn't get Trump elected. It's a combination of many different factors. But if Hillary really wants to stand a chance, she's going to have to win back the Rust Belt. But when we look at the midterm governor races, we can see that Wisconsin flipped Democrat, Michigan, Democrat, Pennsylvania, Democrat, Ohio stayed red, however. This means that people in these states might actually start voting Democrat. And perhaps in 2020, it's not even about Trump or Hillary. It's just about the party. There are a lot of arguments as to why Hillary could potentially win. And I'll just say this, Republicans, don't underestimate your opponent the same way they underestimated Trump in 2016. You would be foolish to not take this seriously. You would be foolish to think that you can have, it's going to be a walk through the park. A lot of people on the left believe Hillary Clinton lost because everyone was so sure she was going to win that Democrats just didn't go and vote because they were like, oh, who cares? She won. It's a guarantee. 98% chance of winning. That makes sense. However, Others say that many people who supported Trump didn't vote either because they thought there's no way he'll win. What's the point? I'm not going to vote. And thus we saw Trump still win. So it's hard to know exactly why Trump won. But I think the biggest factor is that he was speaking to working class individuals and Hillary Clinton was not. But that hasn't stopped people from implying it was actually sexism. In this story from NYU, they asked, what if Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton had swapped genders? A restaging of the presidential debates with an actress playing Trump and an actor playing Clinton yielded surprising results. Basically, they reenacted the debates with the genders swapped, and they surveyed the audience to see how they felt about the demeanor of both candidates. Many people on the left said the way Trump acted would never be supported by a woman because people are sexist and would assume she was being snooty or bitchy or something. They say inside the evening's program were two surveys for each audience member to fill out. One for before the show with questions about their impressions of the real life Trump Clinton debates and another for afterward asking about their reactions to the King Gordon restaging. Each performance was also followed by a discussion with Salvatore bringing a microphone around to those eager to comment on what they had seen. Quote, I've never had an audience be so articulate about something so immediately after the performance, Salvatore says, of the cathartic discussion. For me, watching people watch it was so informative. People across the board were surprised that their expectations about what they were going to experience were upended. Many were shocked to find that they couldn't seem to find in Jonathan Gordon what they had admired in Hillary Clinton, or that Brenda King's clever tactics seemed to shine in moments where they remembered Donald Trump flailing or lashing out. For those Clinton voters trying to make sense of the loss, it was by turns bewildering and instructive, raising as many questions about gender performance and effects of sexism as it answered. Essentially what happened is that audience members still sided with the Trump figure even though she was female. Many people now understood how Trump was able to win. 
it's likely that people were so blinded by their side, they didn't realize how the messaging was coming across. People who liked Hillary said Hillary won. People who liked Trump said, no, of course Trump won. And people in the middle said Trump won because Hillary came off as snooty and snide. And Trump's message was rather simple and easy for people to understand. Regardless of gender, that's how it appeared to people when they were surveyed. But for Democrats, I would say this. There is good news, but probably not good enough because I don't trust the Democrats to actually allow real candidates in this race. We learned yesterday that Richard Ojeda from West Virginia, a lawmaker who led teacher strikes, will run for president. They say Richard Ojeda is running for president, a West Virginia state senator and retired U.S. Army major. He lost his congressional bid in the state's third district on Tuesday, but saw the largest swing of Trump voters toward Democrats in any district around the country overperforming 2016 by more than 35 points. Still, in a district Donald Trump carried by 49 points, Ojeda, who rose to prominence leading teacher strikes in West Virginia, lost by 12 points. You know what this means? In a district Trump won by 49 points, a Democrat was able to achieve the biggest swing in any district, 35 points. Now look, in a district that heavily Republican and for Trump, He's a Democrat. He just wasn't able to win. But a loss by 12 points in an R plus 49 district, that's impressive. And here's the thing about Ojeda. He is for the working class. He wants working class people of all races to come together. It's not about race or identity. He talks about how he tries to understand these people as someone who is working class and has served alongside these people in the military. He's a 24-year veteran of the army as a combat engineer, and he actually has strength behind his voice. He has passion in what he says. One of the biggest problems, in my opinion, the Democrats face is they don't have any strong candidates. All of their stars, even O'Rourke and Gillum, they just don't have the strength behind them, in my opinion, to be a president. Obama did. And a lot of people might say that's not true. They might not like Obama, but Obama really does have strength and charisma. And that's why he was able to win twice. Who else do they have? Hillary Clinton does not have the strength. She does come off as elitist. She doesn't come off as strong. Ojeda definitely comes off as strong and passionate and for the working class. They call him a populist, a populist Democrat for the working class. And I like this guy because he talks about bringing the races together. When asked about how he could understand the plight of black and Hispanic people, he said, I know far more about that life than elites in Washington know about that life. So when someone stands up that has a bank account that's got 50 or $60 million in it, I personally could care less what they have to say about how they're gonna, how they know what a single parent who is trying to put food on the table feels because they don't. He definitely has the strength and he's definitely for the working class. And I think he is leaps and bounds better than Hillary Clinton. Unfortunately, the identitarian left will not have him, most likely. I really just don't see a left-wing populist winning. We know that the primary was stolen from Bernie Sanders, who was a left-wing populist. They took it away because Hillary Clinton wanted wanted to run. She wants to run again. I really doubt they're going to let a working class army veteran actually be the nominee for the Democratic Party. He's not a perfect candidate, but I certainly think he's the best the Democrats have so far. But I also know the Democratic establishment will not allow an actual populist to run, especially when Hillary's in charge and it's Hillary's turn. In my opinion, you know what's going to happen? Come 2020, he will run, he will lose, Hillary Clinton will be the nominee, and Hillary Clinton is probably going to lose again. Trump may have beaten Hillary Clinton in 2016, but it doesn't mean he's guaranteed to win again. With how some of these states have flipped blue in the governor races, it's safe to say that some people might just vote Democrat. It's also safe to say that with record voter turnout, things are going to be different. Now, another thing that's true is pollsters still underestimate Trump's base and the Republican Party. 
Some say by about 3%. So Trump may have a hidden advantage that we can't really see. But the only way we're actually going to know is after it happens come 2020. So let me know what you think in the comments below. We'll keep the conversation going. How do you feel about Hillary Clinton running? Do you think she really will? At this point, I think it's fair to say she's going to run. You know, this is the way they could let everyone know she's getting ready to run without her actually actually announcing it, because then she'd be subjected to certain federal election rules and things like that. But I think she's going to run. I think the DNC is going to rig it once again to make sure that she's the only one that can be nominated. And then in my opinion, she'll probably lose again. But maybe not. I think it, I th- look, it'd be foolish to underestimate your opponent. So again, comment below. We'll keep the conversation going. You can follow me on Twitter at TimCast. Stay tuned. New videos every day at 4 p.m. And I've got more videos coming up on my second channel, youtube.com slash TimCastNews at 6 p.m. Thanks for hanging out, and I will see you all next time.